This is the MLW Radio Network. Front Row Material presents The False Finish. Welcome in, Mikey Whipwreck and your host, Mike Freeland. Okay, we're recording. We are started. We're live. We are. We are. We're kind of, we're kind of, we're in the trial run right now, but that's we're good. Here. It looks like it's working. It does look, I look like it's fucking working. phenomenal. This coloring, this lighting is fucking, holy shit. It does. It looks really good. You look fantastic on camera. I tell you what. No, I tell you, if I get, I mean, professional. That's right. As if there was ever any doubt, but. Jerry was talking um, that, that when he, when we, we talked about it and he goes like into doctor now. Mm-hmm. He's going to get one of those, uh, like Charlie Chaplin uh, glasses with the oh, oh, the Groucho marks. Yes, with the nose and the mustache. Yes, but he's going to take off the mustache because Dr. Now doesn't have a mustache. He's just going to leave the big eyebrows and the big glasses. That's tremendous. That's wonderful. So he's uh, ready to go. Now, you yeah. know first... Sorry, had to get that out. Well, glad you did. Do you feel better? No. <laughs> Well, if, if I'm going, I'm going on three hours sleep. Wow. I haven't, I, I'm, I'm wearing the same shirt I was wearing last night. I'm like a fucking bum. So you haven't got a, a shower? You normally get a shower. No. Last night when I was done, we were done talking. My mind was going 100 miles an hour. Oh, I can believe it. So I was up for a while. And then at like, like one o'clock, I put on an Amazing Jonathan documentary on Hulu. Well, that was the, a giant mind fuck. The comedian? Yeah. Yes. So it was uh, it was interesting. And then, yeah, I fell asleep around three and then five o'clock. There it is. Fuck. Up yeah. to start no, the day. Yeah. So, yeah, it, you know, this is what it is. Well, with that being said, are you ready for uh, you a little ready for a little action here this week? You, you're ready to go toe to toe with each other to see who can. Draft the best roster. I, w- I will say this before we start. I think you're at a disadvantage. But you know Why? what? Eh, I don't know. I just feel like... Uh, eh, like I don't is, know. This is my wheelhouse, my friend. I'm ready for this. I know how to put a roster together. I do. Okay. All right. Good. So this is how the draft is going to go. So we'll flip a coin or we'll do something to determine who goes first. Do you have a coin? Do you have something nearby that you can... Uh, who the fuck has a coin nowadays? There's uh, well, a coin I, shortage here in the in well, the United I, States. I, why is there a coin coin <laughs> shortage? No one uses it anymore. So you think there would be an abundant amount? I think people are hoarding it. Oh God! Speaking of that, do you get do you ever watch that show Hoarders? Yes. Do you ever watch that? Oh my God! It's addictive. I do. It's addictive to watch that. Man. We had a family member who was a hoarder. It was bad. We had, uh, you know, this 40, uh, 40 yards, I want to say, the dumpsters, 40-yard long. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had three of those. Now, granted, a lot of those episodes, there's much more that needs to get thrown away. But still, wow, when you really get to walk through it, it's um, mm, it's something else. It's not good. Right. Not good. We found her dead dog, so anyway. Oh, good. We did. We found out what happened to him. 
he's buried we found, alive. Well, uh, no, we found a refrigerator down in the basement, and um, it was duct taped shut. And uh, I finally took like an X-Acto knife or whatever that you get at Home Depot, box cutter, and I cut the thing open, and uh, there she is. Yeah. I think that's what happened at Jeffrey Dahmer's house. Well, he just he kept pets and – well, he also kept dead people too, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Dead, dead people, dead body part. Well, I mean, here, here's the thing. If you're going to – I don't even condone this, but he, waste not what not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At least he ate it. There's, there's, I guess, there's, if you want to put it that way. There's starving people over in this world. At least, at least he just didn't throw it away. Yeah. I mean, come my, on. My my grandmother, when she died, we were going through you know, her, her bedroom closet. And as we're cleaning out the closet, it was just full of clothes, like clothes that were just brand new, never worn. Like it was, it was like a giant walk-in closet and had like a top rack and a bottom rack. And it was just full of clothes. So as we're taking the clothes down off the racks, we find like a door in the closet, like a, a, a short, you know, it was maybe three feet off the ground, like a right. crawl space type thing. Okay. We go into this into this crawl space, and there had to be forty boxes of like home shopping club stuff that was just never opened. Wow! Yeah. Wow! So she had a secret compartment that she put stuff in. <laughs> Pretty fucked up. That well, I mean, that's the thing with the hoarding. It's like they don't even use the products. It's just the high of getting something. You know what I mean? So, hey, it is what it is. But. uh once you experience it like you did and I did, you will never forget it again. So, so where's that fucking coin? Right. Where's I don't the have coin? a fucking coin. Something to, to flip. Come on, let's go. You got something to flip anything? I mean, something that has two sides? I don't know. I have a, I have a no? candle next to me. That's not going to work. All right, fine. You know what? Because I'm a gentleman and a scholar, I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to let you pick the first pick. Do you have awesome. your list here? I have my list. Good. I'm going to let you have the first pick. Once again, once someone is picked, they are off the board. So that's the way it works. Okay. You ready? Yes. I pick Kenny Omega. You are totally fucking with me right now. This is nope. not even nope. remotely funny. This is not even first remotely pick. funny. What are first you doing? Pick. Kenny Omega. Will you keep Will you keep the records of who picks who, by the way? You got a pen near you? That I can go find. Hold on. Oh, my God. First, he picks Kenny Omega, knowing that that's going to be my pick. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. People know that I'm in the I'm in the know. You know what I'm saying? I know what's up. What do they call that? Uh, I'm pretty woke when it comes to wrestling. But uh, I'm picking Kenny Omega. I don't believe this, this is crap. Hmm. At least I got my big cup of Folgers original for me. Get me through this drip. Oh, he picked Kenny. He's bullshitting me right now. He is completely fucking around with me. There's no way he picked Kenny Omega. He's jerking my chain. What the hell's all that noise? I asked for him to look for a pen. I didn't even fucking write up. What is this? A gold rush he's looking for? Good God. He's a professional. He's like. One of the high ups in his company. He should have pens everywhere. Can't believe he took Kenny Omega. This is so much bullshit. This is so much horse shit. 
This is beyond bullshit because here's the pro- here's the pro- yeah I've noticed here's the problem I'm having. You didn't pick Kenny Omega because you want to build a good roster. You pick Kenny no Omega. Staff. What are you talking about? What the fuck? Is this thing on? Are you? Can you hear me now? There you go. Yeah, I, I've been here the whole damn time. You must have did something with your headphones. I didn't do shit. I just put them yeah. on. You know, you didn't pick Kenny Omega as your first pick because you wanted to build a strong roster. What you did. Sure I did. He's the best wrestler in the world. Mikey Freeland. Uh Uh-huh. So you picked Omega. You son of a bitch. This is not even, this is not even, you're throwing my draft off now. The first pick. Top 10. Kenny Omega. Go ahead. All right, fine. Uh, My first pick, I'm taking The Rock. No, you can't take The Rock. Why not? You have to take active people. No, we said of all time. Of all time. No, not of all time. Current. Go ahead. Are you jacking me off? Because I have people nope. on here that I really wanted to have. Okay. Um, that's fine. I'll take uh I'll take Okada. Oh, uh, let's see. Cody Rhodes. This is fucking bullshit because none of my guys are not half of my guys aren't even. This is all time if they're in their prime. You can't do all time. It's impossible. Next. You can take George Hackenschmidt. God darn it. I had really go good ahead. shit. Okada, go oh. ahead. Um, oh God. Okay. Then I will take um, Tanahashi. You realize that this is an American-based promotion you're booking. No, it's the fuck you. This is a worldwide promotion that's going everywhere. I'm reaching okay. to all regions okay. of the world. I'm going to go um, Will Osprey. Cool. It's a good pick. It's a real good it pick. I would have I would have gone there, but I didn't. But you didn't. I didn't. Uh, oh, geez. I'm going Randy Orton. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to go... Walter. Ooh, I like that. That's a good pick right there, Walter. Okay. Um, now, let me ask you a question. When we say still active, if they're in a managerial role, is that still on camera, or do they have to be performing in the ring? Well, I would say your ring. All right. That's fine. I'm just looking. I'm just looking to clarify. Okay. okay. Um, beforehand, I'm ready to go. Well, I remember that we were talking about all time in their prime because you were throwing out. Last week. Let's go. AJ Styles. No. Oh, good pick. Mm-hmm. Damn right's good pick. I'm woke. <laughs> I'm going to go. This is totally thrown off my damn list. Here we go. Uh, Ray Phoenix. Okay. Okay, you're going to Ray Phoenix. Give me a minute here. Um, let me see. Take your time now. You've only had a week and a half to prepare. No, this is no, no. You have since changed the rules of the draft. You're like, no, it's got to be active people right now. We were talking about all time in their prime. Yeah, you can't do it. Why can't you do that? Yeah, because too many people active. Uh, the kids don't okay. know who the fuck we're talking about. 
Fine, that's fine. I'll take uh, I'll take Jeff Cobb. Good pick. I'm gonna go. Man, this is this is this is tough. This is tough. That's tough. Mm-hmm. I need. To I can't pick... believe you fucking took Kenny Omega. You son of a bitch. I need to pick. Um. Johnny Gargano. Oh, Johnny Wrestling, not bad. But you know what? You know who I'm picking? Nope. Samoa Joe. So did you, are you putting like, are you looking for like cruiserweights, light heavyweights, as far as your choosing is going, you know, are you looking to break things down into certain categories? Or are you just going? Oh, whatever. My next pick is Pete Dunn. Wow, Pete Dunn. Not to be confused with uh, the tag team well done in the 90s. No, that's certainly not to be confused with that. I tell you what, going to go with John Moxley. I'm going to go now with shit. Shit, man. Shayna Baszler. Oh, you know how much of a Shayna Baszler fan I am. Man, yeah, should be. she's fantastic. If she ever got released, holy shit, she should be signed in a heartbeat. Um, however, with that being said, I'm going to pick Juice Robinson as my next pick. Interesting choice. In a good way? Yeah. So just to make it... And we can go past 10, man. I'm cool. I'm going to go... So you're throwing women wrestlers in here as well. All right. Oh, yeah, why not? I'm going to go Asuka. Oh, you're, so you already took two women wrestlers. Okay. Mm. Well, they to wrestle. They can't wrestle the guys all the time. No, this is true. This is very Even true. though both of them could fucking kick ass. Yes. And make, yes, it, and make it very believable. Um, I tell you what. I'm going to go... With the bastard pack. I like him a lot. So my last pick, number 10. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Sammy Guevara. Ooh. Sammy Guevara. Okay. Um, Last pick. You better make it a good one because you're really falling behind here. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. You, uh, I don't know what kind of concept you have going on here, but I've got a pretty goddamn good team here already. That's yeah, okay. And I will round mine out with Hangman Adam Page. So let's let's go let's go pick by pick and let's let's see who would have won. Okay, first so the first pick your, was your Kenny. Your, yours was Kenny Omega, and mine was Okada. So you have to say Kodamigo's going to win because he's the best in the world, you said. So I win that one. Moving on. Moving on. Cody and Tanahashi. Ooh, that'd be damn good. That would be damn good. Got to go to Cody. <laughs> You're going to pick all your guys. You're no, pick- no, not, no. I'm no. all the matchups. It'll be no, like, not oh. Ne- not, ne- not necessarily. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Okay, go go to go to round three. What was round three? Will Ospreay and Randy Orton. I would go Randy Orton on that one. Good call. Randy Orton, even though I do like myself some Will Ospreay. Walter and AJ Styles. Oh. I'm going to have to go the phenomenal one. He's just got way too much in the shot at Walter. Are you, are, are you fucking with Walter now? No. I'm, what? <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're a brave motherfucker? Oh, good God. Okay, now these next two mm-hmm. could go either way, both of them. Okay. So I'll take one, you take the other one. So okay. we have Ray Phoenix mm-hmm. and Jeff Cobb. Man, that's that's a good combination right there because you got but Ray Phoenix. One, right, but the next one is yeah. Gargano against Samoa Joe. So similar matchup. This is true. So it was Ray Phoenix versus my guy, which was um, Jeff Cobb. Uh, that's so hard to say because Phoenix can be a high flyer, but when Cobb gets a hold of you, he can uh, he can muscle you pretty good. What does your gut tell you? See, I can't look at it. I can't look at it that way. I'm looking at you from an insider point of view. Okay. Okay. From an insider point of view, what do you pick? Are you allowed to are you allowed to express your insider point of view between the two people? Well, here's the thing. If I was booking the show, mm-hmm. and these were the two matchups I got, yes, I would probably put Ray Phoenix over Jeff Cobb, and I would put Samoa Joe over Gargano. That would make okay. That's fine. I get it. Because, I, because if you if Jeff Cobb beats Ray Phoenix, he just beats him, and there's really with the mask and everything else on, it doesn't really the you don't get the sympathy factor for me with Ray Phoenix. He's too okay. flashy and fancy. Right. I mean, Gargano's more of a, a traditional type wrestler with some cool shit in there. But Samoa Joe could beat the shit out of him, and Gargano can fucking sell like a motherfucker. Yes, he can. So I think, I think that Samoa Joe could win, and Gargano would get over anyway. That's true. He he would still he would still save face even in a loss. So I'm going to go Ray Phoenix, and then we'll go Samoa Joe. What do we got in the next matchup? Uh well, we got Pete Dunne and John Moxley. Oh, not even a question. Mark? See, I can see. Wow. Are you kidding me? Well, you're looking at it from that standpoint. I'm looking at it from the perspective of probably who is the better athlete. Pete Dunne is a Pete better athlete. Dunne? Is a better athlete. Than Moxley? Yeah. Who are you going to take in a match, though? Now, again. <laughs> From a uh, just a, a booking standpoint on your characters, you got to put Moxley up. Mm-hmm. But Pete Dunne is such a badass where he can go toe to toe with Moxley, and I could see the upset. Pete Dunne beating John Moxley for Moxley getting the kid over. But if we're but, booking this, if we're booking this for a pay per view right now, well, you can't you, you can't do that. Because what if your goal is, okay, we got Moxley, and he'll get over anyway, but do we use Moxley to get over Pete Dunne? Do we have, do we have Moxley give the rub? So you got to look at it that way. So I can't look at this from like a strictly, oh, he's better. He's he's more of a star than he is. 
But since you're a fan, I'll give you John. I'll give you John Moxley. So you're basically saying we're going to put Pete Dunn over because you think John Moxley has enough star power that he'll be able to survive. Yet, if you put Moxley over Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn may not be able to come back from a defeat from John Moxley. Not that he couldn't come back from it, but let's put it this way: Moxley beating Pete Dunn is not going to do anything for anybody. That's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, I would see more of a Pete Dunn Ray Phoenix matchup would being a, a more of a interesting match. But we didn't have that. We didn't have. We didn't say these were matches either. We were just going down picking things. I asked you which one would we say would be a better pick. Anyway, so we were going with Moxley. Okay, continue. That's where it gets fucked up. Fucked because, up in, in a good way. Well, I have two ladies. Oh, see, so it's, God, so it's gonna fuck. It's gonna fuck up the dynamic. Yeah, it will. Do you want me to pick two women right now just to throw those in there against your two women? Yeah. Take two guys. Take take two guys out first. Juice Robinson, Parker, Adam Page. You gotta excite two of them. Jesus criminy. Um well, you gotta take out Juice Robinson. Why juice? Why do I have to take out Juice? Well, because you have Parker, Adam Page. Okay, fine, fine. Uh it's, it, your, but- it's your roster. You do what you want. But like I was going to say, by the way, we never we never said, okay, now these are going to be women's picks. These are going to be dudes' picks. Um. All right, fine. I'll, one of my women will be Charlotte Flair. And? Can't go with my Wendy Richter pick. That, that's going to be – that's off table. Um, hey, I, 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 Wendy I, I was talking – over Sherry Martell? <laughs> Hey, I didn't pick Rock and Robin just because I think she don't think she can hold a tune. After I heard her sing the Star Spangled Banner, shit, man, that completely changed my opinion on her all the way. Good lord, it was, it was rough. That was what changed. So Charlotte, okay, I have to pick one more. Oh god, darn it! I will. She'll take Pack spot. Okay. And now I need to have another female. Oh. Let's see. This is going to be tough here because I'm trying to think of the different women that I really like a lot. Um, fuck. Um, I mean, because I would – my mm, I don't know about that one. Take your time now. I'm throwing me off when you are doing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to be able to improvise. This is how things go in 2020. Uh, okay, let me see who else I can pick. Fuck. Uh, I want. No, I don't want to pick her. Currently active right now. Um, There's only fucking seventy five of them. I know it's hard to find one. Yeah, I'm trying to find somebody who's super good. That's what I'm looking for. That's taking you hard. That's a long time. You have like a ton you can just rattle off the top of your tongue. I mean, there's a few that I really like. I like Shelly Martinez a lot. Okay. Um, no, no, you know what? Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. Um, I'll go Thunder Rosa. Okay. Replacing who? Who are the two people that I have to get rid of? I could either get rid of Adam Page or or Juice Robinson. Get rid of Juice. No, I take it back. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of yeah. What? You got rid of Juice, right? No, you got rid of Pac. Okay, get rid of Juice then. 
Okay. I, ch I changed my women's pick, by the way. I want Tessa Blanchard. Can't touch her with a 10-foot pole at this point. She's a free agent. She's going to find work, dude. She's going to find work. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to let a free agent like that just sit on the sideline? But all that baggage, yeah. I mean, you got her dad, Tully, there. I mean, I don't know, man. Fine. She's suspended or she's not actively performing. I'll Where pick you somebody going? else. Huh? Where are you going? You said Thunder Rosa. Fine, Thunder Rosa. Wait, are you not happy with that pick? No, it's fine. I'm just saying, like, Thunder Rosa. Let's go. Okay. So you got Shayna Baszler and Thunder Rosa. Yes. Man, that's I'll give you I'll give you Thunder Rosa if you give me Asuka Asuka over Charlotte Flair. No, not a fucking chance in this world. I'll give okay, you I'll, I'll give you Baszler. There's yeah, I'll give you Baszler. I think it'll be a damn good match, but Asuka over Charlotte Flair? No way. Yeah. I would never book that. Never in a hundred years. Why? I just don't Why? feel like I, it's it's she's too cartoony. I don't feel like she's got that. She's got that hunger, that 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 fire, that spirit. She doesn't have it. Charlotte Flair, she doesn't play around. She don't, you know, act goofy. And have you seen Oscar's promos? By the way, they are a little on the have goofy you, side. It's like, have you really, seen her work? I have seen her work. I have seen her work, and I've seen her in the ring with Bailey, and I've seen her in the war in the ring with. Um, no, not a huge fan. But you like Kenny Omega. You're fucked up. What's wrong with liking Kenny Omega? What's wrong? No, 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 no. Back that up. What's wrong with liking Kenny Omega but not having to like Asuka? What's wrong with that? Kenny Omega can go. There's no Soaking question up? about that. I'm not saying Asuka, Asuka can wrestle. Seen, I will give her credit. Kenny She's Omega a, win. Kenny Omega win. Now? Even Kenny now, Omega, yeah. yeah. Do, do you watch Kenny TV? Omega at any point. Do you watch TV? Kenny Omega at any point? Yes, I do. Okay, just saying. Oscar is your as your champ. That's my former I mean, tag team partner. And and that's well, I, so there's a little bit of a of a biasness right there. But no, she's a fucking badass. Uh huh. That's she's fine. fucking amazing, and she's entertaining. You think you think she, you think she's a better wrestler than Charlotte Flair? Yes. There's no, there's not even, no, there's not even a fucking doubt. Not wow. even, there's not even an inch of me that says. Wow. That's fine. Whatever. Wow. And I say Kenny Omega is better than Shawn Michael. You are, you are wrong on this one. And you're like, no fucking way. Right. So you're going to, we're going to take, we're taking Shayna Baszler over Thunder Rosa in a very highly competitive match. And then we're taking Charlotte Flair over Oscar, if you say so. Good grief! So Adam, read your Adam Adam Page and Sammy Guevara. Adam Page, no. You take Sammy Guevara. You, yeah. You'd honestly, w with a straight face, you would take that guy, in his body of work, over Adam Page. Yeah. Why? What he's has better, Sammy Guevara accomplished and or done? Oh my Dude, god! There's nothing to do with it. Who is who's accomplished? Oh my. I'm just saying, like, dude, Sammy Guevara, 
Yep. At best, at best, he would be a cruiserweight. You're never going to put a world title on that guy. There's no way. Who said anything gonna... about that? No, but no. Sammy Guevara over an Adam Page. I would love for Mikey Whipper. Mikey Whipper because... over a Steve Austin. Case in point. Thank you. Sammy Good Guevara. Grief almighty. Sammy Guevara. You say you think Sammy Guevara is better than Adam Page. Wow. Yes, he is. Okay, okay. That's fine. You're drinking some serious Kool-Aid, but whatever. What Kool-Aid? I have no fucking agenda. I don't give a fuck. I ain't working them. I, I'd also like to know why you believe that Sammy Guevara is better than Adam Page. Give because me, give, based on what? Just what he's a better him, worker. He's a better worker. Yeah, he is. Good Lord. Look. Oh, because, because you know what a better worker is? I'm telling you from a no, I know somebody stand, who can perform better a, in the ring. Yeah, Sammy Guevara. Wow. So if you had two guys you could or one guy you could hire and it came down to those two guys, you'd pick you'd pick the skinny kid. You'd pick him. I, Mr. Spanish Fly or whatever yeah. he calls himself. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right, let me ask you this, who's your who's your favorite tag team right now? Cuz we're going to do a round a night two of uh Christ you better lay out the rules ahead of time. I will. Not changing it on me last minute. Not changing it in last minute. I even sent you a text message earlier. I said, hey, do you have your picks? Because we were talking of all and time yes. in, in their prime. Because that's when the Kenny Omega conversation came about. So you think that Kenny Omega is better than Shawn Michaels in his prime? And I said, yes. Clearly. My gosh. Sammy Guevara. Like, okay, between... Wow. Sammy Guevara. I don't even know if I would hire him. In a the, the cowboy with the, who thinks he's Matthew McConaughey? Do you, right. do you see... Do you understand how fucking good he is? Athletic okay. he is? He's okay? He's oh, okay. my God. All right. Think what you want. Think what you want. I am so read right. me your entire roster. Read me. Read your entire roster off. Let, let's go over these again. Kenny Omega. No, no. You know what? Well, hold, hold, hold. Before you read them all off, you did not pick Kenny Omega because you believe in Kenny Omega. But let, let's make that perfectly clear. But you said Kenny about Omega. You no, know, you're. We're supposed to be picking guys. I said. I said that Shawn Michaels was better than Kenny Omega. Shawn Michaels is not active, so therefore I picked uh -huh. Kenny Omega. What's wrong with that? You're not even a Kenny supporter. In general, am I, am I not? Who said that? Do you watch a lot of Kenny Omega matches? I don't like goofy, fucking <laughs> overacting Kenny Omega. I don't like it. Oh my god! You, you know what's funny about when people not Kenny Omega? They're like, "Well, he wasn't trained by somebody." Okay, so what's your fucking point? Like I didn't, Jim I didn't Cornette's like he wasn't. No, no, no. What I'm just saying though is that's one of his knocks. It's like you don't necessarily need to be. And he didn't need to be. So, I mean, he picked it all up pretty fucking quick. All right. So, go down to your list. Do your do yours. So, Kenny Omega. Mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. Will Ospreay. Mm -hmm. Walter. Ray Phoenix. Gargano. Pete Dunn. Shayna Baszler. Asuka. 
and Sammy Guevara. I was in the mix with Sammy Guevara. I was, right. I was either I was debating either Sammy Guevara or Zack Saber Jr. I would have easily gone Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, I know, but you could have you could have thrown you could have thrown in a Juice Robinson at that point. You did throw. In you a could Juice have Robinson. thrown in. Right? No, you could have. You no, know, what you also could have done. What were they taking the same round? I wouldn't take Juice Robinson. The moon I take guy. Marty, I would have taken Marty Skrull over fucking Sammy either. Guevara. Can't take him either. Okay, let me ask you this. Pack, the bastard Pack, or Sammy Guevara? Yeah. Uh, Who would you take Pac. between those two? Exactly. Good man. There you go. There, there you go. Now you're not huffing the white out. Okay. Now go ahead and read but, mine. But, but wait a minute. But wait a minute. If you're going to talk about overall. I just don't know why you're so – I just don't know why you're so high on Sammy Guevara. Like, th- there is nothing uniquely about him, his presentation, his promo skills, his in-ring ability that separate him. What, and Pac has amazing promo skills? Above. Pac has oh, amazing dude, Pac is fucking now? scary as shit. Yes. He's fucking – he does great promos. It's not – can't help it that WWE doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Sammy Guevara has a natural charisma to him. He's too juvenile. Well, Marty Janae was juvenile he, too. So was Sean. Goodness gracious. Continue so with what X-Men. you were going to say. Were you going to read mine? Half the people. Do we have to? Yeah, we have to. Oh. Well, you picked Okada. Okay. That's ha- it, Tanahashi. It also Okada and Tanahashi. Uh, excellent choices right there. Yeah. I'll give you wow. Okada. Oh my god, okay, keep going. Tanahashi's beat the shit. So sad, so sad. Continue. I, I'm looking at it that way. You want to look at it like a fan, you can. I'm looking at it from a business standpoint. Yeah, I'm looking at a guy who fucking sells out the G1, sells out the Tokyo Dome. That, that's fine. Keep going. I didn't say I didn't say that, but he's beat the shit. Oh no, I, if I'm if I'm starting a roster right now, I'm not picking Tanahashi. Every single one of these dudes on both He's of our rosters drunk. have injuries. All of them do. Nope. Johnny Gorgon is a goddamn mess. I don't think he's going to last very much longer. Stop it. He is. Stop it. That, that guy is, is had so many fucking injuries. All right, continue. So I got my two New Japan guys. Who else? Who's next? Who's third? Randy Orton. Randy Orton's fucking amazing. Yeah, now Randy Orton is I, long I, in the I, tooth. Well, you, so. I was going to say, you, you complaining about him a couple months ago. Oh, complaining is no, I never said Randy Orton was boring. Never said Randy Orton was boring. Never, back. never. Randy had, AJ, an, had AJ Styles then. Perfect pick had, right there. AJ Styles and Randy Orton. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can to, doesn't matter when you're AJ. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Continue. Jeff Cobb. I like that. I like Jeff Cobb a lot, and I'm hoping he does end up signing with uh, with a company soon. I think he's supposed to be doing some stuff um, with New Japan as well, but he is also able to sign with an American company, so we'll see what happens there. Then you have Samoa Joe. Oh, fucking phenomenal pick. I mean, that guy right there, you can drop and him in really any promotion. Not really, he's not really working now. What do you mean he's not working? Do a commentary. He also was that was that the president chiming in doing commentary. Samoa Joe, he's doing. Commentary. 
He's coming off an injury, but he'll be coming back. That man is killer. He's doing it well. He's doing it bigly. He's Samoan. He's, terrible. he's not related to the Samoans. Because only the other Samoans are Samoans. He's not a real Samoan. He's a Samoan. Oh, my, oh my God. Just an average Samoan, right? Yep. He's an average oh, Samoan God. Joe. And then you have uh, John Moxley. John Moxley, yes. Again, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick at all. Actually, a, an excellent pick. Then you have Charlotte Flair. I mean, you look at his CZW work as well. I mean, he's done a lot of really good stuff. He got strapped with that fucking shield bullshit, but anyway. I got Charlotte Flair's my female. The shield Excellent. was a good gimmick. They just, oh fucked, it. They just they, fucked it up. They drew it out way too long. They drew it out way too long. So, but breaking cool. up, breaking them up, and putting them back together. No, Seth Rollins was a dude who should have been on his own for a long time. I think if somebody needed someone out of that whole group, it was Roman Reigns who needed the two guys more than the two guys needed to be around Roman Reigns. It's in my opinion. It was a package deal. They come Just up, saying. They all got over together. They complimented each other nicely. Big dog. All right. I noticed how neither one of us picked him either. So First, first of all, you're shitting on Roman Reigns now. I'm not. Reigns, I'm Reigns saying if – but between Gino, the three Gino, guys, yeah, Mikey. Between the three guys, Roman Reigns benefited the most from that that faction. He benefited the most because when you look at what has been, he was the least interesting one. He was the the most no, limited as far as in ring. Continuing on with the list, here we go. Holy fuck! I'm glad you're on the fan side. No, I'm just saying. You're, you're horrible. You think so? Yep. Uh, uh, let's see. Who, uh, then you pick Thunder Rosa. Yes. NWA Women's Champion right now. It is a good pick. She's very, very good. And then, Now, there are other think, women out there like Jordan Grace. No, you didn't pick them. We're going to talk about them. No, no, Adam I'm just Page saying there, there are a couple other people. Adam Page. Excellent pick right there. Adam Page is a guy who has the charisma. He does have that look as well. In the ring... My God, the guy can either fly over the top rope, he can do moonsaults, but he's also a good ground wrestler as well. I mean, he has the ability to do both things. The guy with the tongue? Whatever. He, all I'm going to say is this. He better sit under the learning tree with Matt Hardy because Matt Hardy has a lot to bring this dude up to speed. He needs a lot of sitting under a learning tree. Your internet is dropping like crazy. Is it? Yes. I'm sitting right here by the modem. Are you hardwired in? No, I'm not hardwired in. No, 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 no. We're doing Wi-Fi. Just saying. Well, I'm on Wi-Fi, but I'm right by the computer. That doesn't mean shit. Wi-Fi sucks. If you're trying to be professional podcaster, you need we to are have trying a to be professional. Look this at me. I'm sitting here just fine. I know. I know. Are you wired in, by the way? Yes, I am. Okay. I have not mentioned your your drops at all. I'm just kind of keeping it on the DL. There's a few pauses there. But overall, That's your, yeah. on your side. Uh, oh, it's oh, it's on my side. Okay. It is. All right. All right, Sammy. All right. Just just telling you. So to be to be honest with you right now, unbiased yeah. whatsoever. If you're looking at both of these rosters. 
Who yeah. picked the better roster? Me. <laughs> well, you know what? People are going to be able to, to vote to who think they picked the better uh, roster. They're both good. Don't get me wrong. What do you think puts you over the top? So if we both have the if both have ten Kenny picks, Omega. you son of a <laughs> you, I you know what? Trying to use that shit against me. I knew what you were doing the whole fucking time. Oh, you're on the clock. You get the first pick, Kenny Omega. God, I was such a schmuck move right there because you knew I was picking him. That's called strategery. <laughs> I know what it's called. My God. So there's um there's the top, there's the first 10. And we'll do the next uh when we do the next right. one, we'll do more women wrestlers if we would like to do. We can do some tag teams as well. And uh then what yeah. we'll do, here's what here's what we'll do then. We'll we'll you'll have a pay-per-view, I'll have a pay-per-view. We're gonna see who what am I what am I booking who put the best show together? How does that sound? Oh fucking hell! No, because you're literally you're you literally going okay. Your three pick versus my three pick, and that's not the way it was. It wasn't intended to be a competitive picks between like a match between the people. I was randomly you, picking the people. You're the one that suggested it. I didn't say that they would be matched up against each other. You're a mess. You realize that? You're a mess. My God. See, I'm inside. looking at this from a business standpoint. You're looking at it from a fan standpoint. No, I'm not. No, whatsoever, I'm not. Yes, you are. I would just sure. I would sure shit like to know how many tickets that fucking Sammy Guevara is going to sell. And I can tell you right now, his name on. Holy shit, Jeff Cobb! First of all, Jeff Cobb has been all over the world, dude. He's been in every major. How many tickets is he going to sell? Now you bring out thirty thousand fucking then we're talking. We even talked about it's it's one and the same. It's all incarnations of whatever that person was. What are you talking about? Well, now you now you really fucking get me going. Now you now you when really you, have me when when you when we were talking about this, we were like, hey, if if somebody were pick, and this is of all time, a, a Kevin Nash. All right, well, you also get Diesel. You well, also you, get, you, you get an incarnation of who that person was. Well, that's fine if that's what you want. This, if you want to this, waste this, a pick this, on a Kevin Nash, that's fine. That's this fine. Just, this is just silly. Yeah. Well, you you somehow this think Sammy Guevara is gonna is gonna sell tickets? Okay. And I could become a stripper tomorrow, right? You can. You're not gonna make any money, but you can. You might that's make money telling people tell you to go away. Jeff Cobb has wrestled in Mexico. What other people on my roster you claim cannot sell tickets? Who else can't sell tickets? Who else is on a poster uh, from a business standpoint can't move tickets? Anna Page. Oh, my God. Thunder I'm not even going to take time to address that. I'm not even going to take time to address that. That's pretty much it. Okada, yes. Tanahashi, yes. Randy Adam Orton, Page. Yes. AJ, yes. Samoa Joe, yes. John Moxley, yes. Charlotte, yes. Thunder Rosa. Huh. Wow. And a page. We're so we're are we experienced in the Thunder Rosa category? What? Have you seen Thunder Rosa? Have you watched her? Have you watched her matches? Are yes, you familiar with talking, Thunder Rosa? You're talking, you're talking about selling tickets, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. If yes. I go to fucking Joe Blow next door and said, Hey, mm -hmm. is Thunder Rosa gonna sell tickets? They're gonna say, Who the fuck is that? 
they're going to say this. You think they're going to say that. But you think they're going to see Sammy Guevara, and they're going to be like, yeah, I'll buy a ticket to see that guy. I didn't say Who the hell's going to buy a bottom. ticket to see him? Who? Who? That's why he's at the bottom. He's very, he's very much at the bottom. In fact, he should be lucky that he's even on the bottom. Oh, you're so fucked up. Goodness. I'm just telling you right now, man. You're going to put a promotion together, and you want to make some money. Got to pick people who are going to bring people through the gate. Yeah, that's what your top stars are for. I have confidence. I have confidence. Well, no, there's going to be people who are going to associate themselves and be drawn to everyone on the card as well. There's plenty of people who like different guys who are not just in the main event. Right. So it's not just when you – But who's drawing drawing your money? who's, Who's working on top? Your top guys are drawing money. Right, just like when they said, "Oh, WrestleMania three, Hogan and Andre—that's the thing that's drawing all the money, eighty-three thousand. It did. Do you realize they went back to the Pontiac Silverdome again? A lot of people don't even know this story. They went back there, and that was the headliner, and it didn't have the supporting group below it as well, and it didn't do a whole hell of a lot. The whole card sells the tickets." The whole card sells it. It's not just, oh man, you know, everything is bullshit. And then you got one match that sells everything. So that basically tells everybody else on the card, oh yeah, great. Well, you're here, but these are the guys that everyone's coming to see. Not necessarily. There are people up and down that card that people come to see. Some people are tag team wrestlers, right? Am I correct? Some people like tag team. Yes, Mike, you are correct. I know a lot of people who didn't give a shit about Hogan or Andre. I mean, Look at Steamboat Savage. You were a big fan of that match, correct? Correct. See? Al Snow, I don't know if you and I talked about this. I don't know if Jerry and I might have talked about it. He has this belief that the match that draws the most money or sells the most tickets is the best match, was the best match that night. There's there's no way you... There's no way you can even correlate that to, to being a correct response. That depends who you are. If you're the promoter and that match draw you 100,000 people, that was the best match. What? No, it's the one that made the most money. They could both go out there and right. absolutely right. And if you're, if, you're, if you're a fucking promoter, you want the match that's going to make you the most money. If there are other matches underneath that are good and entertaining, yes, absolutely. That's a positive. But the most important match to you is the match that's going to draw you money. I agree. It doesn't make it the best match, though. It It makes it the most profitable. Which, if you're a promoter, that's the best match. If you're a fan, Mm -hmm. you're not looking at it that way. So that's just that there's two ways to look at this. You have to look at the the business side of it, and then you Mm -hmm. have to look at it as the fan side of it. Okay, so when when the the night is over, and I don't even know if – Every, I don't know, every wrestling or wrestler I hear, they always say, well, I'm going to steal the show. I'm going to steal the show. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. Seems like it's a phrase that's used all the time. However, right. when you look at it, when the night's over and you're getting dressed to go back to the hotel, what was the, the match that stole the show? Yes, yes. A lot of people came in to see the main event. Gotcha. A lot of times main events do not live up to. I would even say probably 70% of main events don't live up to the hype, the buildup of what it was. Right. So when you look back at who stole the show, 
who had the best match, who had a match that took people but through again, that emotional you're, thing. But you're looking at it differently. The promoter doesn't give a fuck. You know, Randy Savage and Steamboat went 17 minutes. Yeah, that's nice. I appreciate it. It mm -hmm. was an excellent match. But I care yeah. about the match that made me all the fucking money. That's fine. Do you still think that was the best match, though? What? Hogan Andre. Based upon Financial that. No, yes. No. Money equals okay. best match. No, this is not what you're understanding. There are two different points of view. Mm -hmm. There's the business point of view, and right. then there's the fan point of view. For the fan point of view, Savage and Steamboat was the best match hands down. Right. From the promoter's standpoint, about what drew them all the money, it was Hogan and Andre. Now, you hope that you have your top guys that are drawing all your money. Mm -hmm. You like to have the undercard that as people are coming in and being drawn in mostly by the stars. Right. Hogan and Andre at that point. You hope that the people underneath have performances that are going to get them over to the point where, okay, keep getting over, getting in or get over to the point where you can draw money. Right. And in my opinion, that, that Savage Steamboat match was the second match on the card, second from the top. Everybody else was just, I mean, it was, you know, they had a couple grudges here and there. Piper and Adonis, maybe. But the top match was Andre and Hogan. That's what was the, that was the draw of, of the night. And if you have the underneath, underneath talent, semi-main, all them underneath, getting over in front of all these people, and the people get behind them, then you you get momentum. And then as things progress, those people move up the card. So do you think a lot of a lot of times, as far as a card is concerned, like Hogan and Andre, you think they should get all the credit for the success of that event? Most of the credit. Hogan was on fucking fire back then. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, when you look at that, do you say, Hulk, you made this show, it's because of you, or do you think it's still a complete team effort? The boys traditionally thank the guys at the top for the house, because that's what draws the house. Right. Now, it's changed a little bit now. Uh, ECW started to change that when ECW was over, and we had our people that were over top, but that's why Paul never announced, announced matches. He had the whole company over. It was a different model. I mean, you, you had guys that were over, but Paul pushed... He pushed the brand more than pushing individual talent. I think that's sense? a good one, too. Yeah. Well, Paul's good at it. He can get everybody over. So, I mean, that was no. – and WWF had that, too, in the in the late 90s. They pretty much had everybody almost over to certain degrees. Like, granted, you had the lower-level guys that were not as over, which were, I guess, the quote-unquote job guys. But they were still over to a degree. Not like Saturday morning used to be, hey, this is Bob Smith. Right, you know, that's who the fuck Bob Smith is. But th th that's why I say people. I I hate having these conversations with people because there's two different ways to look at it. You're looking at it from a standpoint. I'm a fan. I want to be entertained. I want to have. What is the best match to me? Yes, the best match to you is the one that was the the best match physically, mm -hmm. uh, and performance wise. Correct. But from a promoter standpoint, they don't give a fuck about the what's going to garner the most eyeballs and get the most people sitting in the seats. That to them is the best match. So, like I said, there's two ways to look at it. There's two sides of it. Right. You know, it's just what side of the fence you're on. Well, then, from a promoter standpoint, I mean, at that point in time, you just look at who's the most popular, and that's it. And that's how and you book. And there you go. Hulk Hogan. I mean, because it End doesn't take a whole lot of thought process to put into it as far as sitting down and going, well, how am I going to put this card together then? Most popular guys, we'll put them at the top, and then we'll just trickle it down as it goes from there. I was. 13 years old 
at WrestleMania three. Mm-hmm. I love Randy Savage, and I want to see that match, Savage and Steamboat. Yes, but I wanted to see Hogan and Andre. That's what I wanted to see. What because Andre, Andre, well, Andre at that point in WWF, which is all I got to see. I didn't get to see everything else beforehand. Right, but Andre was like the fucking holy fuck! It's Andre the Giant, undefeated for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what was pushed, and that's what as a kid I didn't know any better. They're all undefeated. He's Hulk Hogan's buddy, and then he, fucking Andre turns on him. It's like holy fuck! How Hogan gonna beat this motherfucker? He's undefeated for fifteen years. So at at, at th- a thirteen year old Mikey Whipwreck, did you feel like they would? Uh, who did you feel probably would win that match from your perspective as a kid? Andre, I was not a Hogan guy, and I said, "There's no way Hogan's beating this guy. There's just no way." So they have they have the title on somebody who is running wild. Honestly, I mean, yep. merchandise, everything, lunch boxes, and you thought they were going to put Andre over top of him and squash him. Dude, I didn't fucking know about fucking merchandise sales. And I didn't fucking no, 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 no. know about that. No, I, I, would, I watched Saturday morning. Oh, oh, Hulk Hogan. I don't like that guy. I don't like Hulk Hogan. And now here comes Andre the Giant. I'm like, holy fuck. Hogan ain't right. beating this fucking guy. There ain't no way. I guess the point that, that I was making is that Andre the Giant's not all over pajamas and everything like that. Like, I don't think they're going to take somebody who's literally all over every item when you go to the store. Yeah, and then all I of a sudden he loses. I, I didn't look at it that way. I looked at it like a fan. Right. I didn't, I, I didn't know about merch sales and fucking gate revenue. I didn't fucking know any of that. No, no, no. I I'm just, just talking about stuff in the stores. Like when you walk around and you see him on everything and you don't right. see Andre on anything. Like you don't see him. Andre's not. It's It, it would be a little bit different. It was. This all went to the storyline. The whole storyline with that was Hulk Hogan was overshadowing Andre the Giant. They right. tried to give Andre the big trophy about, you know, undefeated, whatever. And Hogan came out and overshadowed him. So I'm thinking, I go to, oh, there's a Hulk Hogan lunchbox. There's a Hulk Hogan this, Hulk Hogan that. I said, yeah, Andre the Giant is pissed because this guy is stealing the spotlight. He's getting nothing. And he's been undefeated for 15 years. And he was Hogan's fucking buddy. They celebrated together with the champagne after Hogan won the belt against the Sheik in the locker room. So I'm thinking this fucking guy's pissed off. Hulk Hogan, the fucking glory hog, is stealing out of the giant spotlight. So as a young fan, that's what I'm thinking of. And you were wanting Andre to go ahead and get his uh, revenge, correct? Yeah, I like Hulk Hogan because I like Randy Savage. Because you like Randy, you couldn't like Hulk too? Oh, you could, no, you couldn't. No. Hulk Hogan was not my guy. Randy Savage was, is my guy. So you're, you're saying when it came to that, there was a definitive group of people who were on one side and who were on the other side, correct? Well, my buddy liked both. He just like he didn't really give a shit really one way or the other. He just like all oh, that right. You know, fucking Hulk Hogan's Hulk Hogan. Okay. And I'll tell you what, when I went to fucking Madison Square Garden, and I watched Hulk Hogan come out against who the fuck was it? It was a fucking six man tag at the Garden. It was Hogan televised or non? It was te- it was televised it was on MSG Network. Hogan. Fuck. It was right before right before WrestleMania three. Okay. So I don't know if it was Hogan, Piper, and Steamboat against Adonis. I don't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. But I just remember when Hulk Hogan came out, I went nuts. And I don't know fucking why. Just because it was fucking Hulk Hogan. I was like, holy fuck, that's Hulk Hogan. Holy shit. I did not like Hulk Hogan sitting at home watching him on TV. 
right. when you're in Madison Square Garden and the place goes nuts, you can't fucking right. help it. It was like my wife when I took her to see Ozzy for the first time. Okay. Right? Oh, Ozzy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said, "Hun, you're gonna get into it." Oh, yeah. Okay. I know like three songs. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then he played, you know, before he they played that little video montage before he comes out, and then he comes out, and there he is, and the place goes crazy. Who's next to me screaming like a like a schoolgirl? Her screaming. Woo! I go. I told you. Sometimes it takes being in the moment. Right, but right after that again, I hate Hulk Hogan again. <laughs> Let me ask you this. What was the, because obviously you were a fan before you became a wrestler, and what was the loudest ovation you've ever heard, in, whether it was a fan or whether it was a, a wrestler? You're like, oh my God, this is, this is nuts. Hulk Hogan. How crazy was that? Dude, you have no idea. Like that, That's the thing. I've never, I wasn't going when he was in his prime. You have... You have no fucking idea. Like I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. It was fuck. It like you can, you cannot explain it. Hulkamania was a fucking thing, right? We joke about it now. Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania in a while, but dude, I'm telling you, in 1986, 1987, that was fucking. It was amazing. It was fucking crazy. Oh, that would have been really cool and to see that. There's the Hogan at, at the Garden, which is a fucking ginormous pop. There was. The Sandman returning at the ECW arena was a fucking annoying. smaller, obviously. Right, but, just, but it was still just, intense. Just as loud. Right. Right? And then um, I think as far as live, that was it. Those are the two that were really – I mean, there's been other pops. Sabu came back to the ECW arena, big pop. I mean, Hogan coming out in the red and yellow at WCW, that was a big pop. But the, the two ones that were live for me was Hogan at the Garden – and then probably the Sandman when he came back to ECW. Wow. Those are the two. Because it's in ECW, I mean, it was Sandman. People going back shit crazy. Singing right. his fucking song. It just, it just had that atmosphere, like that whole, yeah. It's an experience. Right. But Hogan at the Garden, hands down, holy fuck. It was, it was, it was intense. And he's doing his fucking posing routine. And it's just like, you know what? I don't like Hulk Hogan, but. This is cool as shit. <laughs> Would you say if you were in attendance, The Rock and Austin might have been able to rival some of that in uh, in the Attitude Era? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure when The Rock came back, when he came back unannounced at that Raw to be the host of WrestleMania, when right. they surprised him. I mean that 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 reaction was sick too. Yeah, but that's that's a, that's a different like it was like equivalent to the Sandman because they had no idea. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We knew at the Garden Hulk Hogan was coming out. Right. You know, so there was, a, there was like that rumble, you know, and then the music hits. And you're like, oh my god, like, and it's everything you see on TV and you right. see on Saturday Night's main event. You're seeing it live, and yes, Hogan did the same thing every fucking night, absolutely. But when I was at the Garden and I'm seeing him do his shit, it was it was, it was like, new. yeah, you know, I've seen it a thousand times on TV and videotape. I mean, you, you know, you just see it, but just to see it live for the first time was just. It was crazy and people were going crazy and i guarantee that not everybody at the garden that night was there for the first time seeing hulk hogan right you know they probably half the crowd if not more saw him every month or every other month at least because i imagine a lot of those people that went there were probably regulars oh yeah they'd always announced they had they had their routine down where they would have the first time hogan was in he would wrestle right before intermission 
and they do some sort of screwy finish where he, uh, he would get disqualified or counted out or, or, or he got left laying or whatever. And then right before intermission started, Howard Finkel would say, hey, right here next month, you know, in a steel cage or in a Texas death match or a Uganda street fight, whatever the fuck they call it when he wrestled Kamala. <laughs> it was like, that, this was coming up next month at the Garden. Tickets are on sale now at the box office. So they would go, and as soon as the admission went, you'd see people would fucking run. And there are a lot of people that knew the stick, where they would automatically, as soon as Hogan's match was over, they were out of there, headed to the box office, because they knew they were going to announce Hogan's return match against his opponent for Hogan to get revenge. Wow. They just knew it. It was just, And then the next month he'd come back, he would actually main event the show. But a lot of times Hogan was semi-main. It was right before an admission because he had another town to get to. Right. As a fan, I didn't fucking know that either. I had no fucking idea. I just, why is Hulk Hogan wrestling so early? I thought the show was over. So it puts us like six more matches left. Is it hard to get back up again if, if that's your uh, intermission? I mean, because that's not the way you would typically build a card, though. Am I correct? Right. But you figure then they're going to intermission and you're going to bring them down anyway. Okay. So they're going to take 15 minutes. They're going to go to the bathroom, go to concession or whatever it is, 15, 20 minutes. I forget how long they were. You know, And then you bring it back. Then you build him again to the main event or whatever it was. The worst main event ever was Blackjack Mulligan. He came back and he did like, I forget, I don't even know who he wrote, Nikolai Volkov maybe. But yeah, the main event was Blackjack Mulligan against Nikolai Volkov, I think it was. And that's how we left him going, wow. Okay. <laughs> so it's almost like two different shows in essence. You have the, the first one where the, the first main event would be the Hogan thing, intermission, everybody calms down. Everyone comes back for the second half, and so, and hopefully yeah. you have a better main event. But this one was Blackjack Mulligan, and I didn't, you know. I mean, it was cool to see Nikolai Volkov. I was like, oh shit, Nikolai Volkov. Right. But, but but then the show was over. And I'm going, okay, that was it. <laughs> so for me, the first time I was there, seeing Hulk Hogan, and finishing that match, like holy shit, and then coming down to, you know, no offense to Blackjack Mulligan, but right. Was at least was at least Boris Zukov with uh, was he? Was, no, I no, I don't think so. I think he was still with Sheik back then. Okay, I love me some Boris Zukov. I feel like that man doesn't get enough love. His big head. I loved that. It was a huge head. But uh, interesting, interesting, interesting. So you guys are going to be able to to discuss who do you think? And I know there's 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 more Mikey Whipwreck people out there. I know this. And I think they're going to like his uh, his roster. But don't scoff off of mine. Don't sleep on mine either. See, uh, let us know what you think about that. You think I pick some old guys, don't you? Deep down inside, no. you think? Oh, no, honestly, no? I, I would take either roster to be honest. They're both good. And I give you a hard time about it, but honestly, I mean Tanahashi, Okada, and them, AJ, Randy Orton. Uh, fuck, please. If I think these are guys, if, if, here you start to come and these are the guys you're getting. I'm not going to fucking shit on it. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not either. And the only reason, the only reason I'm I'm iffy on Sammy Guevara is I think he's he's young. I haven't seen him uh, really hit his peak. Um, the gimmick is 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 okay. I mean, I think with the signs and all that kind of stuff, I don't know. It just hasn't grabbed me yet. It just hasn't grabbed me yet. Do I think he's talented in the ring? Sure. I think he is, but I'm just saying, what what is that thing about that one person that says, I want to see this person, and I, I can't really honestly say that. Like, when you look at a guy like Jake Hager, right. I'd like to go see Jake Hager. 
Jake Hager is not necessarily a mic guy, but he's pretty intense. And I'm like, I like that. I like that. He has this ambiance about him. I like that. I like um, Santana and Ortiz. I think they're damn good, but I think they're really, really entertaining as well. Would you agree? Yeah. The problem, Mike, is all these fucking guys are so goddamn talented. Yes. Like, it's like, it's, honestly, it's like you're splitting hairs. You know what I mean? All these guys that are on TV, whether on in AEW, WWE, NXT, Impact, NWA, they're all fucking talented people. More talented than I would ever be. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know about all that. I mean, it's it's it was it's a different era. That's what I mean. The, the physicality and the style they're doing nowadays. I mean, Jesus Christ! Like, I'll say, oh yeah, Adam Page. I don't get it, but he's a fucking talented fucking worker. You know I, mean? I he's guess got a, he's got a great look. You know, on the podcast here, yeah, I'm going to be a little bit more like just just to bust your balls, rag on people, right? You know what I mean? But everybody on your list, I mean, fuck. Let me let me at least okay. So this is. And I'll share this with people. Anybody on the list, if you said, yes. "Hey, Mike, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're the fucking the the uh, talent relations," yeah. you said to me, "Hey, Mike, just so you know, we uh, we signed Thunder Rosa to a deal." Yes. Starting next week, I'm not going to shit right. on it. No way. No, I'm going to shit on it because you picked her. Just because it's you. Well, it's it's you and I going back and forth, and that's what yeah. it is. It, it has nothing to do with the guys. It has more to do with you and I. All right, that's let great. me let me. Let me read this to you. This is my all-time list, my all-time roster. You ready? This is my all yeah. – and, and not in any particular order. The Rock, these are all in their prime. The Rock, Bruiser Brody, Mr. Perfect, Steve Austin, Jake Roberts, Bret Hart, Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, Triple H, Kurt Angle, Cactus Jack, Edge. Gino Hernandez, Okada, Omega, Tanahashi, Love Me Some, um, Masato Tanaka, Stan Hansen, Rick Rude, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Invader. That's my group right there. I am a big... Now, this is you as a fan saying, as a fan, these are my top guys. You're not yes, getting into work. Right there. No shit. You're getting into the, the way I did. Can... Like, ooh, that guy. I'm surprised you didn't put Randy Savage on that list. Um, that did I did not. Of, did you see a lot of Randy Savage? I did see a lot of Randy Savage. I also didn't put the Dingo Warrior on there either. I, I also didn't put Sting on there. Um, you put Ric Flair either. No, I didn't put Flair on. I put if you really look at the way I put these guys together on this list, I have a bunch of Texas guys, which are my brawlers. I have the Japanese guys. I have the high flyers and the technical. Just That's my all-time list right there. I'll have to put Randy Savage in there, or like a. Uh, I, I just didn't. Or like a steamboat or one of them. I thought about putting them on there. I considered it, but then I I put some other guys. Let me ask you this question. There's there's a guy who doesn't get Here's what throws me off about your list. Yeah. You put it in Gino Hernandez. Yes, and I was wanting to talk about Gino Hernandez. Okay. I liked I thought Gino Hernandez, and, and I'm not even talking about um 
the dark side of the ring. I'm just saying in general, the stuff I watch from him, God, it yeah. sucks he died. It sucks he died because that guy right there was just arrogance and he he could work and he just he had this thing about him. He did. I loved he did. it. He was the best of that. He was like an early version of Shane Douglas in a way. Meaning like I'm the franchise, I'm the main guy, I'm the MVP player, I'm everybody. I liked that. You know who I think does get enough credit? Because I think Who's that? he left right when uh, he was going more mainstream was Adrian Adonis. Okay, I can see that. He was so fucking good. Even when he got heavier, he could still fucking move. Like he, the way he was bumping around for Piper at WrestleMania three, right? At like three hundred and fifty pounds or whatever he was, man. It if he didn't die in that car crash in Canada, and he was still around, he would he would have been he would have landed somewhere and he would have been awesome. I believe it. Who did he team up with? Who was his tag team partner when they were wearing the leather jackets? Um, was Jesse Ventura. Okay, that's right. The East-West connection? Yeah, I think it was Jesse Ventura. Yeah. I, like, I consider... Like some, of these guys, some of these guys I think of from like the 80s, mm-hmm. how they would have done an ECW. I said, could you imagine, Bruce, the... can you imagine Bruiser Brody in ECW? Oh, oh I mean, that, that would have been, been amazing. Awesome. That would have been sick. That would have been. Him and Cactus and him and, him and Funk and, you know, I mean, him and Sabu could have had some good stuff. I don't know. When I when I think about the whole the ECW product, I know we keep coming back to it, but the grittiness, the edginess, just all of that, that's what Raw Underground should be. That's what it should be. Yeah. Like that I give them credit for trying something, but it's just it's it's too slick in trying to look underground. Right, it, it's too well produced to look not well produced. Correct. Yeah. Now I'm with you on that one. Um, I want to mention something to you. I I don't know if you pay attention to this a whole lot, but it, this just gets my jollies. And then maybe. Sorry, I'm stretching my back. What in the world was that? Oh, no, you're stretching your back. Okay. All right. Did you hear me? What? I can't hear you. You can't hear me right now. History. Hello, testing one, two. I can hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Hello, testing one, two. Yes. I can't hear you. You're gone. Oh, my God. I kind of prefer it this way, actually. Well, folks, you cannot hear me at all. You cannot hear me. Hold on. Hello. Can you hear me now? now my fucking headphones are dying, too. I tell you what. I, I don't talk. know what your deal is over there, Whipwreck. You have a microphone, oh, yeah, and then the microphone doesn't work. I got to find out what kind of microphone he has. My camera looks good. The, the you do. You look camera. really good on camera. The camera looks good. Oh, Jesus. We're not going to get out of here. Stop it. You look good. You look good. How's the weight loss coming with you? Pretty good? Good. 237. Damn. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm probably like nice. a two, three pound. 260, 243, 237. Rock on. Keep it, keep it up, dude. That's excellent. That's um, plan. My goal. What I was going to say. You'll hit that, dude. You will hit that. Well, so now, is there a. Would have to about 225. And then the yeah. fucking wheels fall. So I just. Well, we're going to make sure that wheels don't fall off. Right. When I get down to that 230 ish, I need to. That's where I need to buckle down because I start to get. Yeah, I've lost some weight. I'll do this. And that's usually what happens. But I would tell. I was telling Jerry. I've been. We've been eating clean. That's good. All this processed food and bullshit, we have pretty much eliminated completely. So it's it's chicken and cauliflower rice. I mean, we had uh, spaghetti and meatballs yesterday, but the meatballs were turkey meatballs mm. and the spaghetti, vegetable pasta. Look at you. So, so it's, you know, it costs a whole lot more money to eat like this. But I've been having my smoothie. Uh, you know, I've been having t- three eggs scrambled with, with broccoli in the morning. And then usually around 10, 1030, I'll go for like a smoothie, like strawberry banana and almond milk. Almond juice. Almond, almond juice, correct. Well, I can't believe I just fucking said that. <laughs> Fuck. Be- because almonds don't have titties. Right, that's correct. <laughs> you too. <laughs> Yeah, so then lunchtime we'll have lunch. Uh, today I we had uh, shredded chicken with um, cauliflower rice, uh, but the chicken was it was taco flavored chicken. Okay. And fresh salsa on top. Like we started getting the fresh salsa from the refrigerated section of the store. Yes. Like fresh, you know, really tiny tomatoes and. I will never, ever in my life eat fucking salsa from a fucking jar ever again. Let me ask you a question, and you, you're probably going to get – you're going to know this. What is the first time, and to my knowledge, the only time when salsa has been mentioned in a wrestling pay-per-view? Bobby Heenan? There you go. Do you remember what the line was? No. Extra hot paste piccani? <laughs> It was during the, it was during the Shawn Michaels match at WrestleMania Eight with him and uh, Tito. Oh, that was so good! Like, I love that match just for him. You know, and I like I said, it's I know it's a different culture now, but some of this old shit, the stuff they'd say, the Bobby Heenan stuff that he—that's like, come on, like anybody that takes it seriously is like, because it's just so ridiculous. I've been watching primetime wrestling from like 87. Yes. So good. We should do, we should do a watch along or something like that of something like this. We should now that we, we have the, well, we should probably talk about that now for you know what? Excellent segue there, my friend. I know I'm professional. I was going to say, you know, what's going on, man. So would you like to take the reins and, uh, and share this news? No. Well, then how are we supposed to let the, uh, the the listening audience know about the new developments of the program? Well, what's happening, folks? <laughs> we're actually testing this now. Um, you're never going to see it, but we're testing it. 
Um, we're going to go on uh, streaming platforms and the false finish um, will be live. Um, we don't know the day or time yet exactly, um, but we're going to go live on YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, Anal Cab. I don't know, fucking all kinds of weird shit they have now. I don't even know. <laughs> I. I love the fact that you're starting to name all these platforms and all of a sudden it's like you were looking for another one. Anal cavity. Excellent. Yes. I'm sure we'll be live there as well. The people listening will know probably no more than I will. And they will definitely know more than Jerry. Um, but the false finish will be live every week. Uh, probably starting in a couple of weeks. Um, nice. We have uh, got some things in the pipe uh, coming down to make things pretty nice but i mean we i mean looking at the way we're doing it now i mean i mean we got fucking all kinds of fancy shit going here like shit that we have no right having that this is true we we don't we should not be having the ability to have this kind of control I mean, you, want, you want to talk about smoke and mirrors this is <laughs> oh my god we're, we're going to be able to we're going to be able to hide our deficiencies even better now because we'll be like oh shit put up a graphic Man, how to put up a graphic? People can put their fucking comments up. We can get live. It's like I don't know the fuck we're gonna do this, but we've got about two years. I we should make them fucking wait now until October for the two year anniversary. We've teased it oh, now. Jesus, wait a fucking month and a half. Who knows? Draw knowing, it out. Knowing us, it'll take a month and a half to get it figured out. I was just about to say, you think we're gonna have it ready by a couple of weeks? Shit. Um, I mean, but but this is exciting. It's good. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be good. It's gonna work out really nice. We can get more interactive with the users. Uh, you know, we're gonna get real time feedback from them, and all that good stuff. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be cool. I think. Yeah, it's you gonna, guys will be able to interact with us, like Mikey was saying. It's gonna have a very retro feel to it. Not really. We like got this. That, we got this marble like, countertop backdrop. So, to do that now is very retro. But to do that, to do, then, to do that now, to do back, back from but way back then, old school mm-hmm. ECW, to do it now would be very retro. But when we were when Jerry and I were in ECW doing ECW, it was very nowtro. For everyone who had a hard time following that, uh, I'm sure you can check your bathroom cabinet for some Advil. Yes. No, I get your point. I get what you're saying. We're we're woke, man. Right? Is that I what mean, we are? How fucking good do I look on camera here? I, this is fucking crazy. I never you, looked at this. You, ah, oh, Jesus. Two, three hours you're, sleep? You look, did you put any makeup on? Uh, oh, he, he tried to do the Mr. Perfect flip. There you go. Did you put any makeup on? I mean, look at you. No. Look at that. Looking svelte. I get, I get, I get those, those really cool. I wouldn't go as far as to say svelte, but I, sh- I should are those Bose headphones or what? No, no, they're fucking shitty too, apparently, because I couldn't hear you before. It was the fucking headphones. Well, you leaned back to, to stretch your back or scratch your chest or something like that, and all of a sudden you lean back, all of a sudden I'm gone. So at the end of the day, it's a no it's scratch little, policy during the show. It's not the cord over here, it's the cord yep, over that here. Mo- Oh, it's a little, a little on the glitchy side. And because I'm, right, so I, and honestly, the reason is I'm cheap. 
because my computer in the back room, my office has, these are paired to it with the Bluetooth. Right. So when I came out to the, the computer out here, it's not connected to the Bluetooth. So I have to hardwire in my headset. So basically what has to happen is I have to stop being a cheap fuck and I have to go just buy another pair of headphones. But please run and and the right first. And I need another fucking microphone because this thing keeps fucking cutting out. I will say, I will say this though. Your microphone, when you originally got it, way better looking than mine. Is it still sitting next to you right now? Yeah. Hold, pick that up for a sec. See, that is way better looking than the thing I got. And the thing I got right now is being held together with uh, painter's tape. Well, that's not good either. Because I, it used to spread out. It used to spread its legs. And uh, it broke. So yeah, that's, it, is, that's, it, it is what it is. We got to get you a different setup, though, because you can't go live on with, with, with this, you know, family portraits in the background. And, and you know, <laughs> oh I, I, I can't I can't have this whole. Um, I don't know. Fred Rogers public access looking gig going. I know. I know the whole thing back here is not yeah. probably not going to it's not going to work. I don't know if we need to get you a curtain or to get me a you want me to create like a like a, a set here in my living room? Why not? Well, if I had an ECW banner, I could hang it behind me. I'm probably going to have to move this probably to the kitchen table. That's what I'm thinking. We got to get you a background. Yeah. The kitchen table going to move it. <laughs> Where where's um what kind of backdrop are you gonna have if you're sitting at your kitchen table? We're gonna see dishpans uh, and no, you're not gonna see no, no, because that would be off to my left. And uh, by the way, by the way, my, it would be my left. You're right. Gotcha. Um right. my kitchen is very my kitchen is very clean, very nice. It's because I have such an obsessive Huh? I didn't say your kitchen wasn't clean. No, no, no. I'm just bragging about my kitchen. My kitchen is extremely clean because I have severe obsessive compulsive disorder. I take like 500 milligrams a day for it. Everything in my kitchen is spotless. Like when I have a guest come over and they finish a meal, I wash the plate while they're still there. I just don't put stuff in the sink. I wash it and I talk to them as I'm washing it. Do you let them finish eating first? Or you want to do that? Like kind of like rushes them, like you're waiting, waiting, and they like feel like they have to. Uh, um, I I think that could be interpreted like Thanksgiving, for example. My wife and I host it, right? I don't sit down and have the meal because I'm the host of the event. So I walk around, make sure everybody has refills, make sure the bread is in the baskets. I make sure you know the little butter dishes are all good. Um, so I really don't. It's almost as like, you know, when you're at your wedding reception, you don't really get to enjoy your wedding reception because you're walking around talking to everybody. With holidays, when I host here or if I host a dinner party here, I never really sit down and eat with everyone. I'm always in the kitchen or standing up. I have a towel over my arm. Yeah. My wife says I need to sit down and enjoy the moment. But Yeah, see, I, I can't wait. To, like when people don't eating, I can't wait to clean up the table. And then I'll sit there and, and like I want them, I want them all to leave. I'm like, oh, like, oh, oh, this was a good day, wasn't it? Yes, it it feels good. Kind of giving the impression that, okay, he's trying to wrap this up. He's saying what a great day it was. 
that usually means that the day is over. So mm-hmm. now hit the bricks. Doesn't work. It doesn't. You ever you ever whisper to one of your guests, go home? Yeah, I say it to myself. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. I, I, I purchased these pillows in our living room, and I, I'm, I'm big on the decorative pillows. So I bought these pillows because they – The what? That's because you don't have a dog. No, I don't because I'm an asthmatic. All right, so I'm going to move my body here really quick and hope it doesn't affect anything. Oh, God. All right. Hold on a second. Were you in a fucking recliner? Is that a fucking recliner? Yeah, I'm in a recliner. You I'm reclined. Straight? No. No fucking I mean, runner. I guess I could technically. I don't necessarily – I don't want to. Hold on a second. You're like halfway Hold between me, me re- I got to – I got to <laughs> – it's a nice hybrid. Hold on. I got to reach this pillow. Oh, God. All right. So I'm going to show you this on the camera because I got these, and my wife thought they were haha funny. No, like I'm legit about this. So I'm going to hold this up here. Nice. So they have a 6 p.m. model. I I wish they did. I wish they did. I'm the worst because what what'll happen? See, this is bad. What if we have a lot of people here for Thanksgiving? Yeah. It gets very fucking loud. Yes, I hate noise. And then my brain starts to go into overload, and I feel myself starting to freak out. Yeah. So I have to go back into the bedroom, shut the door, and just like veg out for a few minutes to fucking recover. I'm with you on that. Nothing wrong with that. That's like how I get at conventions, too. Jerry's got to, are you okay? I'm good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm good. Then he disappears to go fucking socialize for fucking 45 minutes. Yes. Or he grabs somebody's cell phone and. Uh, yeah, well, walking around with it. That's uh, good grief. All right, here's what I wanted to wanted to go over with you. Um, I noticed this, and people listening can tell me if you have seen this or you're familiar with this, or I don't even know. Maybe you participate in this, and if you are one of those people who participate in this, let me preface this before I go into it. I am so not. So the guy on the – do you see the review we got on iTunes this week? I want to go into that as well. I want to go into that as well. That's going to be the next thing I say. Okay. No, I'll talk about it now. I hope that this guy, if he decides, decides to give us another chance, that we gave him enough wrestling today. That I, – I don't understand the concept. If he listens to the show, he understands that Mikey and Jerry like wrestling. We'll, we'll throw wrestling in there. But it's more about them, the personalities. But whatever. I try to pull it up, the exact quote. Anyway, as I'm trying to pull that up here, um, do you get on Facebook very often, Mikey? No. You do not. So you're just no. kind of like, eh, whatever type of thing? or. Yeah, I don't get on much. I mean, I'm on Twitter just because it's easy. Right. But even that becomes like a job sometimes. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you didn't like my post. I no, I didn't because I didn't fucking see it. <laughs> because you were muted. Oh God! Well, no, um, you, you go on there. You, you look at something. Next thing you know, you, three seconds later, it's it's fucking thirty-seven swipes down to try to find what you were looking at before. That's true. All right, so let let's go into this real quick. So we already have it here. So uh, the iTunes review. And and once again, we're not picking on people. You can say whatever you want about the show. That's your choice. That's your prerogative. However, however, 
The problem, at least from my perspective, Mikey, on this review is the fact that this is what the show is based on. The shtick, the banter, the you, the Jerry mixed in with a little uh, sprinkling of wrestling. So this person says, I want to like it, but they make it hard to. It's good when they talk about wrestling, but they rarely do. Believe they me, a- I want to like it too. And I try really hard. <laughs> Mikey doesn't even want to take the call. They need a better host that can keep them on topic and not lead them so far from the topic. You have no idea what's going on. All right, let's just di- digest that sentence right there. First of all, one valid thing point. you have to understand. No, not valid point. Mikey has ADHD. Jerry is falling asleep. Continue. He's got valid points. That's not a valid point. You have ADHD. Jerry falls asleep. I do my very best to wrangle you guys. My very best. I need to what? You need to try harder, I guess. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. No way. I do a very good job with that. Anyway. uh, Then he says, then he goes on to say, here we go. I don't think he even wants to talk about wrestling on most shows. Yeah, well, like what the fuck? Once again, fucking wrestling topics. You want to, you want to talk about, uh, you know, Valero, chicken sandwiches and hamburgers. And a direct quote from Mikey Whipwreck in the last couple of weeks was, "Who wants to talk about wrestling? Yeah, every once in a while. That's what I go with. A good host listens to their talent." and directs the conversation to an area where they are best suited. So don't know what to tell you on that one, pal. Uh, yeah, I do. Why, hope are, you, why are you healing the poor fucker? I'm not. Shitting I am answering these questions to the best of my ability. Uh, pretty, pretty sensitive. I do like talking about wrestling too. So you should come back and you should listen. Or in fact, Maybe you should jump in the chat and listen to us. He then finishes up with Mikey is very funny and Jerry is great. And we need wrestling talk from the two wrestling legends. Once again, KO765. He sounds uh, like a very intelligent person to me. Uh huh. Yeah, intelligent. Right. Right. As very he dwells as he dwells inside that bathroom stall. Anyway. If you agree with him, if you agree with him, hey, by all means, that's cool. Let us know. Do you agree with that? Do you think it's valid? Let I us think know. it's valid. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's the kind of guy who probably pushes on the door that says pull, but we will leave it at that. Moving on. The one oh, thing I fucking the, heal. Jesus. Hey, you know what? I just call I, it as it is. Listeners. I call it the way it is. Now, listen, let me go into this. God almighty. I don't know if you've seen this on Facebook, but I don't know if this is a new thing or if this has been going on for a while or if it's whatever. Remember when I was talking to you about people who collect the wrestling belts? Remember we were talking about that at one point? Yes. I, I collect them. That's fine. I collect them and I put them on display very nicely. I don't, walk, I don't walk around in my on my side of the bed. I 
do not put it on and parade myself around. I don't walk around the living room. I don't walk around with outside. And I definitely don't go around walking around in public. Once again, if that is your choice, that is your choice. Okay. I like to look at it as something that is displayed. If you have like a curio cabinet or something, right? I noticed recently because I have been in different belt collectors groups on Facebook. The people in these belt groups now are wearing the belts and now they're cutting promos on each other and like they're responding as if they are the champion. I'd like to get your take on that if if you think there's a fine line between being a fan and publicly recording yourself cutting a promo in your socks wearing the belt on some other stranger you've never met before. K0765. Okay, 0765. You want a wrestling talk. This is what, this is what you're getting. Jesus. He's, he's getting plenty of wrestling talk. He got a goddamn draft. By the way, next time, put your name on it. All right, let's get back to this. So, what's your take on that? Hanging out in your socks, in your bedroom, wearing a belt, you're in your 50s, whatever, and you're cutting a promo on someone else, and they keep going back and forth. This is what fans do. Is it a little odd maybe that a 50-year-old man is doing this? Perhaps. But we are in the middle of a pandemic. So people do a lot of crazy things. I'm not going to do it. But if you want to go out there and you want to pretend you're, you know, the rock and you're, you're, no, they're not pretending that they're not pretending that they're a character who existed. They are creating their own persona. That's even better. That shows creativity. So if you want to go out there and you want to be, uh, you know, I don't know, Larry fucker dick, then that's fine. Go right ahead. See, but what, see what other things, Mike, what I can do ready Mm -hmm. for this. Yeah, I can choose to mute. True, and then I and then I don't see it. Right, I don't care what anybody does. Right, you can do no, whatever. I, agree. I just wanted to know if you thought it was a little odd. I don't know. I do a lot of odd things, probably. Like I'm a big wrestling fan. I love it like you wouldn't believe. Probably just as much, if not more than most people. But what I will say is this. You hang up fake leather and plastic wrestling belts. I don't hang oh. it up. I don't do the whole wall hanging. Where are they? I have it displayed in like a small, ni- nice little case. And I have one. You said I'm you're not, a belt collector. I am. I have one. I'm going to be getting my second one. What are you I getting? Recent, I recently started. I'm probably going to get the winged eagle. I got the uh, the NWA Big Gold. I got that one. That was my first one. And then I'm going to – see, here's what I'm going to go. pay for these things. What's that? How much do you pay for these things? It depends. It depends on who you get them from. depends on who the belt maker is. Um, it, it depends. It ranges. So, I mean, you could probably get a belt for as cheap as 300 bucks. You could probably go as high as 1500 I would assume, for a, a replica. Maybe even more. Um. So I got the you first get? one as a getting, gift. Are you getting like, you know, like a legitimate belt or is it like, you know. Well, it's a remake. It's a replica. So it's, it depends on what the maker is. It depends on, do you want etched or do you want, you know, the engraving? How thick do you want the plates to be? Do you want it to be a standard definition or a high definition? 
Do you want it on regular leather or simulated leather? Do you High want definition? Yeah, the plates. Like if I like in the belt community, if you see somebody who bought a belt and they show pictures of it, you can tell you can be like, ah, they got the standard definition. Or you can tell the high definition. You can tell whether it's gold plated. You can tell whether it's nickel. I mean, there's all these features that go into it that uh, every single time you upgrade, like if you want to get a tip on the end of the belt, some people will go for that. Some people won't. Tip? Um, like the gold tip on the end of belts. Oh, like the buckle part. I see. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will, when they, they share their belt, they'll look at the tooling that goes all around the plates. How did the tooling look? Was it good? Was it not good? Were the plates centered? Um, like here's a, one. Yeah. WWE Blue Universal on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I would never buy any of the current shit, but if if it's on Amazon, it's probably going to be made by WWE or somebody. Hmm. So, so I'm going with the big gold. And by the way, the company that I use is called Fandu Belts. They're very good. I got the big gold. Fan I'm going to go Fandu. Yes. Uh, I believe it's DU. Fan do what is it? Fan do belts. So the belts that I want to get are the winged eagle. I want to get. Look, they have the, a coupon. <laughs> I want to get the um the Ron Simmons WCW belt. So after Rick left and took the big gold to New York, they had to replace it. So that's the Ron. I, I call it the Ron Simmons WCW belt. I want to get the ECW belt. But I wanted to get it the the correct likeness of it, and then um, I think that might be it for me. I'm not going to go crazy with like. I just like it from a historical perspective. I think it looks nice. So these belts have different grade grades. Mm-hmm. Imperfect. Yes, and imperfect means there is a flaw somewhere within the belt. Most times, it's hard to find but they can't sell it for retail value. So you're probably for a, I don't know, a $350 belt, you probably get it for $299, I want to say. But they got the tag belts on there too. Um, I do not believe Fandu actually has the, um, the winged eagle, which is tough because there's a brand maker called called ORM. I'm telling you, if you look at ORM's version of the winged eagle, holy shit. That's just my opinion, but I think that is the nicest winged eagle there is. My opinion. ORM belts, man. That is the, in my opinion, once again, the creme de la creme for um, winged eagle. So when you get into looking at belts, you can almost look at them and go, eh, how was that tooling? Or, you know, were the plates, did the plates look like they're accurate to what the real image is? So, and there's a ton of, there's a ton of people. If you just go on YouTube and just search wrestling belts, they have wrestling belt reviews. They have podcasts that are on wrestling belts, the likeness, you know, Oh, he got a he got a two millimeter plate. He got a four millimeter plates. He got eight millimeter plates. Um, 
but see, I'm just displaying mine. I'm not going to fucking put my bathrobe on and put it around my waist and upload a video of me cutting a promo on you or Jerry. That I, I just, that's just not my thing. Uh, Fandu also has the Andre, the Andre belt. They have the, the world one. tag team belts. Yeah. Now the tag belts, there's two different kinds. You have the bulldog tags and then, uh, you have the more traditional like money incorporated tag belts as well. So interesting. Yep. They have intercontinental belts. So they're, which, you're not, they're not even buying the a real belt. They're buying like a fake belt. Well, if you get a real belt from like a Dave Milliken or a Reggie Parks, you know how much money those things, I mean, how much you're going to be spending? I believe someone once said that you could get a belt from Dave Milliken and you could spend upwards of five grand. So, yeah, you're a fan and you want to have something like that, but I don't think anybody has the the money to spend $5,000 on a wrestling belt. Right. But, yeah, I, th- I think I'll, I'll end up with the WCW, the WWF, and then the ECW. That's what I would do. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the world of wrestling belts. People cutting promos on each other on Facebook. If you guys see that, let me know what your thoughts are on that too. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of cosplayish in a way, but it is. Well, what that's it exactly is. what it is. Well, there are people that do that too. No, I know. And once again, I would never do that. But that's just my opinion. But I'm just saying, like. I think there's that fine line between being a fan and like really, really, really living whatever it is. I'll get the shirts. I like the shirts. That's not a, that's not me trying to ask for free merchandise. I mean, but I'll wear shirts. But that's probably oh, you wear you wear the shit out of a fucking shirt. I will. I appreciate clothing because clothing I can get plenty of use out of. I mean, where am I going to wear a wrestling belt? And plus, if I wear a wrestling belt out in public with my wife, well, first of all, that would never happen. But where am I going to wear a wrestling belt at? Um, speaking of wrestling belts, Mike, you do know that they uh, there there's a company that actually has belts for all kinds of things, like for fantasy football. Have you ever seen those before? No. There's there's a company that does it for like Father's Day. There's a wrestling the championship belt for Father's Day. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's the world of belts. Maybe one day we can go down the rabbit hole and talk more about that. But you know what sucks with these belts? It looks like when in Dave Milliken, you can't get the logo on it. Probably well, copyright. there's there's copyright issues, but on I think the ORMs, you definitely can get the uh, the ones you get from Pakistan. You definitely oh, yeah. can still get the WWF logo. Yeah. I'm I'm sure that it's I don't know if they've worked something out or what, but like FanDu and all that, no, you will not be able to get the I don't think you'll be able to get the exact one on there. Two of my but, favorite belts. Yeah. Is the old NWA US title. Okay. Right. And then there's the United States Tag Team Championships, the NWA. Nice. Would you ever consider buying a belt? Probably not. Now, I did hear that uh, 
they said something to the extent of when somebody in WWE wins a championship that they get to they get a replica one for their own personal collection. I wonder how accurate that is. I've heard that too. They got 10,000 of them. Right. Fucking goddamn rolling card of belts. <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm going to send you a link here. This is another company that I've looked at before as well. Um, once again, and I'll, I'll post this as well. Would this necessarily be something that I buy? Mm, maybe, maybe not. But um depends on how much money you have to spend on these things. Where's my little box where I can send you a message? How does that work? Mm -hmm. Oh, private chat? I guess that would be it. Probably. All right, here we go. Click on that one right there. That, that, that one's another one that you can go to. And that's got a lot of different ones on there that may have actually what you're looking for. So I'm not looking for anything. I'm just saying this gives you a plethora of all different kinds of belts that you may want right. to look at. So anyway, that is my take on the, uh, the belt situation. Anything else you can think of that you would like to go into, my friend, before we, uh, we take it to the close? Not really. I'm ready for the close. You ready for the close? You ready for it? If you are enjoying what we are doing, by all means, please leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a good one, too. Uh, give us a five-star review. Also, let us know. Do you have a favorite, I don't know, episode that you like in particular? Was there a favorite bit that you liked, or was there a favorite conversation or debate that we had? Please let us know in the comment section there. Also, you can go over to Pro Wrestling Tees, get yourself some Front Row Material merchandise or a Mikey and Jerry shirt, or even better, you can head on over to our spread shirt, uh, website that we have that's lin linked to my Twitter account. And you can find all your front row material merchandise there as well. We've already had people buy some stuff. There are t-shirts, there are beanie hats, there are trucker hats, there are baseball caps. You name it, we've got it. We will be uploading more designs uh, as the fall and winter progress. The beauty of this is we're going to be able to uh, to change what items that we are putting our logo and stuff on. So if you say, hey, I'd really like to have a zip-up jacket. We can have that. So head on over there and check that out as well. You can follow the guys on social media, on Twitter. You can follow Mikey Whipwreck at MikeyWhipwreck underscore. You can follow Jerry Lynn at It's Jerry Lynn. And also now, follow the new, the new, whenever I say that, I think of Howard Finkel. Uh, FRM pod. Twitter account and uh, it's just FRM pod. So we just created that new one as well. We are also going to be on Facebook, uh, Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, and all other points in between. I believe that's everything on. I, uh, I usually have to get through. Believe me, that's plenty. Indeed it is. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this week. Of the false finish once again. Let us know what your thoughts are on both of our rosters. Who won? Or do you think they're both equal? Or do you think there's some people that we left off that we should have considered as well? That's it. That's from my side. Anything you want to say? You want to say goodbye to anybody? You want to do any shout outs? Nope. Nope. I'm just going to shout out to the Front Row Material Nation. Thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next week. 
on the false finish. The rule of 